Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. In the CNN generic poll, Republicans are up by four. In the NPR PBS Marist poll, Republicans are up by three. That's CNN and NPR. In the Quinnipiac poll, it's poll, it's uh, four. In the News Nation poll, it's two. In the Hill Emerson, Trump versus Biden, if it were held today, Trump by 13. Uh, these are not exactly, you know, I love how he is out there saying, well, the polls are off because they're all, you know, Republican polls. Who's looking at NPR, PBS, CNN, Quinnipiac, News Nation, and The Hill as conservative-friendly polling outlets? So you know if NPR has Republicans up by three, it's probably more like 10. I mean, if you want to, if we want to be honest here. In the New Hampshire Senate polls from St. Anselm College, Don Bolduc is now ahead of Maggie Hassan. The only poll that's not looking good right now is uh, Mastriano. And the Democrats are trying to scare Jewish Republicans that Mastriano is some kind of anti-Semitic Christian nationalist. I have seen no evidence of this, by the way. But whatever. Shapiro up by 14. In the case of Tiffany Smiley and Patty Murray, Smiley was is within two points. Joe Pinion. Do you want to hear a crazy poll? I'm going to shock you guys on the other side of the glass. What do you guys think Chuck Schumer's up by? You want to just open the door and shout it in? What, what do you think at this point? I mean, we're talking Chuck Schumer. We're talking New York. What do you think Chuck Schumer's up by? Before the debate, it was 20 points. It's now 11. Joe Pinion is within 11 points of one of the longest-serving senators ever and the longest from New York. Notice the media is not talking about the young black guy. The young black guy. Who actually did a damn good job in the debate. Now 11 points. You know, this is possible. If everyone who's voting for Lee Zeldin votes for Joe Pinion. That would be the end of Chuck Schumer. Now, if it was Gillibrand, I think he would be winning and beating him, beating her in the polls. But Joe Pinion is now with 11 points of one of the most entrenched dug-in senators. Again, this could happen. And I'm wondering if a lot of voters are splitting their vote between... Republicans and Democrats as far as representation and the governor's race. Now, all of this comes to you with an entire mainstream media. I saw a statistic yesterday that of the coverage of Carrie Lake, minus Fox News and Salem News Channel and a few others, CNN, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, 
did 100% negative coverage. 100%. They couldn't even give her, he ran okay for a fat man. Right? Isn't that the famous line? Ty Cobb was asked, can't you say one good thing about Babe Ruth? And he said he ran okay for a fat man. The media gave her 100% negative coverage. And she's up by like eight points on Katie Hobbs. And it doesn't seem to bother anyone that Katie Hobbs keeps saying, well, I don't want to debate her because I don't want to give her a platform. Lady, she already has a platform and she's beating you. Christine Drazen is neck and neck with Tina Kodak in Oregon. Tudor Dixon is within the statistical margin of error in Michigan. Abbott and DeSantis are safe in Texas and Florida. Nothing is going in the right direction for Democrats right now. But again, if you win an election when the coverage of your election is 100% negative, and now you get this. Lizard Cheney. Lizard Cheney has decided it's not enough that she won't, she won't, I mean, nobody expected her to endorse Harriet Hageman. But now she's out seeking to do harm against other Republicans. On one side, we've got Mitch McConnell who is actively trying to make sure that the Republican nominee for the Senate out of Alaska loses to Lisa Murkowski, that Kelly Chewbacca loses to Lisa Murkowski so Lisa Murkowski can go around endorsing Democrats. Thank you, Mitch McConnell and the Senate Leadership Fund. We've got Mittens. Mittens Romney is trying to get Evan McMullen elected because apparently Mike Lee is, uh, I guess, out of step with the establishment. It's not enough that MSNBC has filled itself up with former Republicans like Joe Scarborough and Nicole Wallace and Michael Steele. Now we've got Lizard out there trying to get Tim Ryan elected. Can you imagine the Democrat Party trying to damage itself? Well, Tulsi Gabbard. See, that's another thing. Tulsi Gabbard was excommunicated from the Democrat Party by Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton said Tulsi Gabbard, a woman of color and military veteran, was a Russian asset. I guess everybody that Hillary doesn't like is a Russian asset because everybody becomes a Russian asset when they cross Hillary Clinton. Just ask Donald Trump. But Tulsi Gabbard, who tried to shake up the establishment of the Democrat Party in a different fashion from Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders would never get so pissed off at the Democrat establishment that he would go out and start cross- and start endorsing Republicans. But on a host of issues, Tulsi Gabbard is kind of a, a libertarian, if you will. At least now she is. But that's one. You've got prominent Republicans that are literally out there trying to destroy the Republican chances. So you've got the media, the Democrat Party, and the Republican establishment trying to make sure that Republicans don't win, and they are winning. You know, we talk about lists. You need to keep a list.
Not a hit list, not a kill list. Just a reminder. You know, while you've got this pandemic amnesty, no, hard no. Some of these people need to put be put in political jail. I don't mean an actual physical prison. I mean frozen out. I mean exiled. I'm not going to take this one because it would sound cheap. Got in a truck last night. After three hours of radio, an hour of prep, an hour of live TV. I turn on my truck, turn on the engine, turn the engine over. On comes Sirius XM Patriot. And I'm heading out of the parking garage. And Levin is on. And I'm going to give all credit to Levin on this one. Hat tip. Not even begrudgingly. I mean, yes, I wish I had thought of this yesterday. He says, where the hell's George W. Bush? Barack Obama's hitting the road. Hillary's hitting the road. Where the hell's George W. Bush? Where's George W. Bush? Where, where, are, these, where are these Republican stalwarts, these, these prominent names? You know what? Don't really need them. Let me add my own two cents to this. Nobody really needs them. Do you need George W. Bush out there? I don't. Do you need Chris Christie out there? I don't. Do you need Dick Cheney out there? Dick Cheney's out there trashing Trump. Who needs Dick Cheney? Who needs him? Look at how many upstart candidates got where they were going without the establishment's ladder to climb. Who needs him? Who's coming in to speak for, for, for Lee Zeldin? Yunkin and DeSantis. Pretty damn good lineup, I would say. But no George W. Bush. Not even Chris Christie, you know, a neighbor. Pataki went out there, that's nice. But you've got Republicans like Zeldin and Pinion that had no chance according to the polls, a month ago. Now Zeldin's ahead of Kathy Hochul. And if everyone who's voting for Zeldin votes for opinion, you'll be done with Chuck Schumer. Think about that. Some of these Republicans were told they had no chance by the media. Now we're looking at a what might be a running of the table. You might have 56 Republican senators. I just hope they remember their little list and don't make Mitch McConnell the majority leader again. You think about this, Nancy Pelosi lost the majority, got it in 20, 2006, lost it in 2010. Got it again in 2018, losing it again in 2022. Why would you put Mitch McConnell back Back into power. Took the Senate majority in 2014. Lost it again. Because when conservatives run on a conservative agenda and they win, they, or Republicans run on a conservative agenda and they win, they start to listen to the media. And the media tells them, well, they didn't really win with conservatives. People aren't becoming more conservative. Uh, they, they, they won with uh, you know moderates who are just uh, disaffected by the Democrats. They don't really want this conservative agenda. 
And they sit in the green room of the Sunday morning talk shows and they want to go out in the DC restaurants. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, we got to be, we want to be conservative right now and be moderate. I saw another poll that suburban white women favor Republicans in this race by 15 points. 15 points. Are those the women that Hillary said only voted the way they voted in 2016 because their husbands told them to? Way to respect fellow women there, Hillary. And she's out there being all bitter, if you will. Wine Six Ninety Five Patriot Nine Five Seven Two Eight Seven Four. We have six days to go. There's there's nothing looking good for Democrats. And now I'm going to give you this. Herschel Walker has another accuser. First, an unnamed woman. Now, a second unnamed woman who actually went on television as a Jane Doe who says 30 years ago Herschel Walker pressured her to get an abortion. Now where have we seen this before? Is this the Chris, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford Central Casting Agency? So you got a woman who says 30 years ago, and they say well she's got proof. Proof of what? If nobody knows her name, she can be showing us paperwork from anything, from an oil change. But here it is, another October surprise. All of these women hold on to their allegations, sometimes for three decades, only to spring them on the country a week before the vote. Cut seven. Jane Doe says despite being on birth control, she got pregnant in 1993. Walker, she says, pressured her to get the abortion. He was very clear that he did not want me to have the child. And he said that, he said that because of his wife's family and powerful people around him, that I would not be safe and that the child would not be safe. That's very menacing. It is very menacing. It is very menacing. And I felt threatened, and I, I thought I had no choice. She says at first she went to an abortion clinic but couldn't go through with it. But Walker, she says, talked her into going back with him. He came to my house and picked me up and drove me to the clinic. And I went in alone, and he waited in the car while I went in and had the procedure. She says Walker gave her cash to pay for the abortion and has no records or receipts of the payment or the procedure. Uh-huh. So journalists don't have any skepticism. It's believe all women as long as those women are accusing Republicans. Right? We don't know who this woman is. But 30 years ago, this may have happened. By the way, what law was broken? Let's just say it's all real. Is Herschel Walker a criminal? I mean, whenever Democrats evolve on a political position, they go, well, you know, you know, Hillary evolved on same-sex marriage, and she evolved on the border, and she evolved on, you know, flag burning. She evolved on these things. What an evolution. But if you're a Republican, 
And, uh, you know, you said something 30 years ago or did something 30 years ago, even if it's not illegal, they're going to hang it around your neck. But nobody's a little skeptical of how this is being rolled out as if in coordination with the DNC. I mean, come on. This was the exact, it's like they have a playbook. Let's see, let's go to the Kavanaugh play. Okay, first we'll have one anonymous woman, and if that doesn't work, we'll bring a second anonymous woman, and we'll make the allegation, let's say, 30 years ago. I'm waiting for some internet cyber sleuth, because now we've seen her, to figure out who she really is. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. Coming up next Friday, a week from this Friday, I'm going to be broadcasting live at Margaritaville in Nashville, Tennessee, for our annual Veterans Day fundraiser. And we've got some new charities this year, like Pause for Patriots, and some old friends like Wishes for Warriors and Stop Soldier Suicide. Gretchen Smith from Code of Vets will be joining us live. And we got a really cool t-shirt design. Whether you buy it in-house or online, you make a donation, we give you the shirt. We ask for 20 bucks. I think that's a pretty, basically we're asking you to buy the shirt. But my contribution is I paid for all the shirts. And then all the cash goes straight to the charities. I front the money for the shirts. The money goes straight to the charities 100%. I don't touch your money. There's no 501c3. There's no lawyers. There's no accountants. There's no overhead. 100% of what you give goes straight into the charities to do the work that they do. In the case of Stop Soldier Suicide, I think the name is a, it's kind of a self-evident. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patreon. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.